Hey, beautiful. We are recording this on the fly today, literally. <laughs> I'm out and about, but I had a question that came in and I was like, I need to get this out in the airwaves as soon as possible. So here we are. The question came in from Carrie and she asked, Lisa, ever since I found out about my husband's betrayal, I have been struggling with my body image. I actually hate the way I look anymore, and it's causing me to overeat and spend like crazy. Is this something that I'm always going to struggle with, or can I actually get over this? Well, Carrie, that's a great question. I want to help you with that today. So ladies, it's Lisa Limehouse back with you for another episode, and I want to help you with this too, because I know some of you are probably dealing with the same thing. I know I did, and truth be told, I still deal with body image. I think it's something that is women, we fight. I don't care if we are overweight, underweight, we're too tall, we're too short, um, you know, our hair is curly, our hair is straight, it's long, it's short, whatever. We all battle, and it seems that most women battle body image. And betrayal has a tendency to escalate this. You see, for many of us, when we find out about the betrayal trauma, when we found out and discovered the affair, we had a load of questions that started to flood our minds. Why did this happen? Am I not attractive enough for, me, for him? You know, have, did I not give him enough sex? <laughs> Am I stupid for not seeing this sooner? Did he ever really love me or was it all a lie? And you know, this panic flurry of questions is just an attempt for your mind to try to make some sense out of this thing that seems very senseless. And your mind is trying to explain why in the world this betrayal happened in the first place? It's a natural response to the acute stress of the trauma, and it's the mind's natural tendency to try to understand what has just taken place, what has just happened to you. Well, beautiful, unfortunately, many of these questions, they damage your sense of self-worth. And they create misleading conclusions about the reasons for his betrayal. You are not the reason for the affair. <laughs> Let me say it for those in the back. You are not the reason for the affair. It was his choice. And let me also go ahead and address this very, very quickly. You are fearfully and wonderfully and uniquely made. God created you and you are his masterpiece. You are precious and you are a tapestry that is woven into this creation that is lovely beyond compare. Let no one steal that from you. And I would even come back to this episode when you need to hear that again and again and again, because scripture is truth. And we combat the lies with the truth of scripture and the truth is what sets us free. All right. So back to answering the question. Literally that answered it as well, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so often, hun, the self-doubt that hits you first is influenced by the deeply rooted insecurities 
that really already exist in your heart. You probably don't even realize that they're there. Let me give you an example. You may already struggle with self-consciousness about your body image. It may be your weight gain or your weight loss. And you might have been teased. And some people might have even compared your body image to somebody else's in your teenage years. Or it could have gone back to elementary school. I know I dealt with this when I was growing up. And if this is the case, when you discover your partner's affair, it may lead you to compare your body image to the image of the woman that he was seeing or to other women. You may stand in the mirror and start to question yourself. And now you're creating a hatred toward your own body. Perfectionism, codependency, sexual issues, or aspects of your personality can create sources of self-doubt. And this is self-destructive. You see, beautiful, these doubts are made worse when the betrayal has hit us very hard. And a lot of times we have a tendency to point out our flaws. But the reality is we all have flaws. Nobody's perfect. Some of us are tall, some of us are short and thin and curvy. Some of us have curly hair and some of us have straight hair, long hair, short hair. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But in reality, we are all uniquely made. But when we're hit with this kind of trauma and we have wounds that were created long ago and we have self-doubts that we might not even realize, it can cause them to come forth. And even your spouse might even at the time that he's gaslighting you may make it worse by even blaming you because of some of your physical changes. He might blame you because you've gained weight or you've lost weight. He may blame you because you cut your long hair and he likes long hair. Or you're growing out your short hair and he likes it short. Whatever it is, if he's gaslighting you and coming at you this way and criticizing you, it can cause the body image to even get out of control. You know, before the discovery of the affair, the accusations may have led you to question yourself and set yourself up for a pattern that continues even after you start your healing process. Listen, I know I deal with this to this day, not to the depth that I used to, but I still deal with it. They're pain points for me. And the betrayal caused a lot of that. It caused me to start some patterns that weren't healthy to begin with. And they created this perfect storm that wrecked havoc on my sense of self-worth. So I wanna share some of those with you today because I, I want you to recognize them if you're in the midst of them so that you can stop them. This is self-sabotaging. And in order for you to move forward through your healing, you've got to recognize them so that they can be addressed, faced, and you can start walking through and healing them. One of these is when we have a low self-worth and we are now questioning our body image because of the betrayal trauma, some of us have a tendency to overeat. We start binging. 
and food becomes our comfort and we start to gain weight and we eat things that are not conducive to our health. It may be a lot of processed foods. It may be a lot of sugars. Maybe your body doesn't do well with dairy or meat. And then all of a sudden you're filling it full of this stuff and you're ballooning out in your weight and you're like, what in the world is wrong with me? And every time you look in the mirror, you see that your clothes are not fitting like they used to. The numbers on the scale are increasing and now you're devastated. So it makes it even worse. Or on the flip side, you now don't eat. You're in starvation mode, which can also damage your body because what it does is it slows down your metabolism, causes your body to go into starvation mode, and it wrecks havoc on your body. You can gain weight or you can lose drastic weight. A lot of this can cause a lot of health issues as well for us. And so we need to take control of these things and recognize them for what they are. We have trauma that is is at the forefront of our life right now and we're trying to comfort ourselves in some way, shape or form. And this is a way that is self-sabotaging and we need to get help with it. Now, another way is we go on a spending spree. (laughs) Now, I don't know about you, but I have done that before. And I have gone through where, believe it or not, I would go to TJ Maxx, I would go to Marshalls, and I would start to just buy because I wanted to feel better about myself. So I thought, okay, I'll buy a brand new set of, you know, wardrobe and I'll look better. I would compare myself to others and say, oh, she looks really, really great in that outfit. Maybe I need to spruce myself up. And I would spend a lot of money that financially wrecked me, right? This is another self-sabotage, ladies, that we need to get control of because it's doing nothing but hurting us. And it all comes down once again to dealing with low self-esteem and a body image issue. How can we stop this? Well, number one, we need to recognize that we are beautiful, that it's nothing that we did that caused the affair. It's not that you weren't pretty enough. It's not that you weighed too much or you weighed too less. It's not that you spent too much money. It's not that your hair was not the right color. The list can go on and on and be exhaustive. The truth of the matter is, he chose to do it. And he would have chosen to do it no matter if you were Kim Kardashian. (laughs) If it was in his heart, he was the one that chose to do it. And nothing or no one could have stopped that. So you are enough and you need to recognize that. You need to dive into the truth of scripture and recognize that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and nothing changes that. So take care of yourself. Start some self-care rituals where you are spending uh, time at a spa, going for a massage. Maybe you're going for one of those luxurious facials. And I don't know about you, but I love a good facial. The things that make you feel better about yourself. Maybe join a gem. Get a girlfriend to partner up with you and start walking in the neighborhood. Maybe take up a Peloton. What? 
whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better, not in the negative sense that you have to do it in order for someone to look at you, for you to look better. And no, no, you get to do it because you are worth it. That's the difference, beautiful. You're doing it for you and for no one else. So Carrie, I hope that helps you. And ladies, I hope this helps you. Listen, I'm preaching to the choir. I really am. I'm dealing with my own weight issues right now, ladies. And on an upcoming episode, I'm going to have a nutritionist that's going to help us with some of these issues. So stay tuned. Until we meet again next time, love God, live your life out loud and passionately, choose joy in the midst of every circumstance, and girl, toast yourself because you are worth it, beautiful.